Many Americans dream of living in Paris. Jonathan Wall, a partner with McDermott, Will and Emery, is actually doing it. I'm Stephanie Francis Ward, and on today's Asked and Answered, Jonathan is joining us by Skype from Paris to tell us how he built his career there and discuss how the job market has changed for U.S. lawyers who want to work abroad. Now, Jonathan, I know you fell in love with Paris as an undergraduate, and you purposely planned out your career so that you could eventually be there, starting with actually practicing in Hong Kong, which is kind of a roundabout way. Can you tell us about how your plan went in the early stages? Well, I guess I proved the world was round because I was practicing in New York after law school, and I decided I really wanted to come to Europe uh, after having uh, experienced what it was like as an undergraduate. My first opportunity was really to join Kudair Brothers in Hong Kong. Uh, I knew Kudair had a very substantial Paris office, and I went to Hong Kong on the understanding that if something opened up in France, I would be able to, to join the office here. And that's what, in fact, happened. I see. And what is the focus of your practice now? The focus of my practice has really evolved over years. I, I started out as a finance and uh, international financial transactions lawyer, and then I moved to doing um, M&A for banks. And then uh, I worked generally in M&A, uh, becoming more specialized in media. So it's a very general corporate M&A practice, uh, and also dealing with major contracts. Okay. And based on some pieces that I have read, it seems to me that it's more common for the U.S.-based law firms with offices in France to hire French natives as opposed to bringing over U.S. lawyers. So if you are a U.S. lawyer who wants to practice in France, given that bit of information, what is your advice? Well, first of all, you're absolutely right. Most of the American firms here, and there are many, many uh, American law firms in Paris, the great substantial majority, if not almost the uh, total uh, staffing, uh, legal staffing is done by French trained lawyers, uh, French nationals. This has changed from when I started here because so many French law students have done LLMs in the United States, have been exposed to the U.S. way of doing legal business, have become extremely fluent in English, um, and are totally able to act on international business transactions for foreign and American clients as well as French clients. So the, the environment has changed totally. If you are a, an American lawyer and you're looking to work in Paris, there are basically two routes. If you're already uh, established in practice, uh, it's going to be very difficult to uh, join a, a, an American firm in, in Paris because Uh, There are restrictions on uh, who can practice law in Paris. Basically, you have to be admitted to the the Paris bar. And that is not necessarily an easy task unless you're absolutely fluent in French and you are able to spend some time studying for the French bar. So in in that case, it's perhaps better to see if you can, if you're already working with French clients, there are some American lawyers here who are in-house, have very responsible positions in-house with French corporates. If you're a younger person, on the other hand, there are more avenues because uh, for students, for example, there are joint LLM-JD, French LLM-US-JD programs, which um, then you can use to, um, uh, you have gained a certain amount of knowledge of of French law, which will enable you to pass the bar, the French, uh, the Paris bar exams more easily. Um, and that would be a, a, an easier way of doing it if you start young. 
Okay. And do you know with other European countries, is it maybe a little bit easier to practice law there as an American? Or is it all pretty much, it's pretty locked up right now? No, I think there the, the other European countries, the major jurisdictions, are different. It's easier to practice law uh, in for an American in a place like Belgium or Germany because they allow uh, foreigners to practice their own law, even though they are uh, resident lawyers in uh, those particular jurisdictions, and they don't have to become qualified under um, the local law. So that is a, a definite advantage, and I think in the UK it's something similar. So I think those those three jurisdictions at least are somewhat more uh, hospitable to uh, American lawyers looking to work in Europe than would be France. And do you think, just like you went to Hong Kong first, you may not get to the country you want to get right away, but you can go to a different country and work your way there if you have a, a plan that makes sense? That could be a possibility. It'll at least be closer. Uh, well, in my case, it wasn't closer, but it depends also if you're joining a large firm that has offices all over the world, including Paris, then of course, there's a greater chance for you to get to Paris by making it clear to that firm that that's where you uh, want to end up being. And do you think for young lawyers or perhaps law students who would like to work in Europe, is it best for them to go with a big firm or maybe they should do some sort of outreach program or something when they start their career? I would think the best thing is to try to get uh, trainee positions in the offices of, uh, of large firms because that provides the best training, a greater exposure to international kinds of uh, transactions, more work in English, which is still going to be easier for most U.S. lawyers uh, or law students. Um, so I think that that would be a good way to start. I know that, for example, we take trainees on a, a short-term basis who are, in fact, students in a double um, JD LLM program uh, here in, uh, with one of the Paris law schools. I'm curious, when you first started practicing law in Paris, were you already fluent in French legalese or did you pick it up more so after you got there and started working? I was not fluent in French legalese, but I definitely was fluent in French. And of course, that is a sine qua non of being able to operate successfully and to live enjoyably in France is to speak French. Although far more French people, including especially young people and under 50, speak reasonably good English, uh, you can't really enjoy life in France unless you speak French. In terms of legalese, no, I, I really didn't know any French legalese when I arrived here, but uh, after some years, I became more comfortable with French legal terms and uh, by osmosis learned uh, quite a bit of French law. Are there, mentioning the language, are there significant cultural differences between life as a large firm lawyer in the United States and life as a large firm lawyer in France? And if so, what are those differences? Well, I think it really depends on the, ex the extent to which your firm is integrated. There are some firms where the offices uh, are run rather independently uh, and others where they are pretty much integrated into the, into the, uh, the overall firm. I think the, the, obviously there are cultural differences because you're dealing with people uh, and you're living with people and working with people who aren't American. Uh, they're predominantly French with a few other sprinklings of uh, other nationalities. And I think the, the cultural difference is basically a, a cultural difference, not so much in the practice of law, 
there used to be an enormous cultural difference in the practice of law, but over time, that's really been reduced. Now it's just the culture, the difference of, of living in a foreign culture. And I think that maybe leads to the question probably everyone wants to know. I have the impression that there's quite a bit more vacation time in France than in the States. Does that, does that work at your firm as well, or do they tend to follow United States vacation time trends <laughs> instead of France's? Well, the young lawyers generally take uh, substantial amounts of vacation, although not as much as uh, as employees in a uh, in a commercial enterprise or industrial enterprise or a bank would take. No, far less. But certainly, the partners uh, don't leave on the long vacations that uh, France is allegedly famous for. I think most of our partners don't leave for more than a week or two at a time uh, in the summer. So uh, I don't think it's. Uh, those vacation rules are, are in practice not applicable to successful successful lawyers. I see. I was also curious because I know you've made a couple of moves as a lateral partner in your career somewhat recently. Do you think in terms of negotiating your next career move and negotiating with the firm you might be joining, when you are in France and that firm is based in the States, do you think the negotiation process to make a lateral partner move is different than if it was all domestic in the U.S.? Well, first of all, I'm making no more moves in my career. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh, Secondly, uh, my own career moves were a little unusual because the firm uh, that I practiced with for 25 more years actually uh, uh, went out of existence, so it was a particular kind of move. Uh, but I see it more now in terms of the laterals that we're bringing in because our office has grown from only 13 lawyers when we opened up in 2011 to uh, 45 lawyers today. And I've been involved in a lot of the lateral recruiting. And it's certain that uh, American law firms have far more, more rigorous recruitment standards and recruitment procedures uh, for lateral partners than would a local French firm. So that uh, it does require more time, there's much more analysis of, of potential candidates um, than, than would be the case if you were joining a smaller French firm. It wouldn't necessarily take more time, on the other hand. And what about, so when you're working in France, is it hard to get your work visa for lawyers there, or is it a pretty easy process? Well, when you come to France, I mean, as I said, if you're a if you're an established American lawyer, you want to come to France, then there are really two ways. You have to either be with a firm that has an office in France or join a firm that has an office in France. But then when you come, unless you pass the bar, which is not an easy task, uh, you can't really stay uh, for, for any length of time. If you join a, a corporate as an in-house counsel, then they will obtain, if they can, a work permit. Work permits and um, putting aside the ability to practice law, but the work permits really depend on, in a corporate situation, will depend on uh, how unique your capabilities are compared to what is found in the in the French job market otherwise. For law firms, on the other hand, you can bring people over, but if they're not uh, authorized to practice law, they can't practice law in a Paris-based oh. law firm. So okay. for youngers, it's a little bit different. Younger lawyers would start out on a student visa. They would then maybe start working as a trainee and then uh, in, a, in, a, in a foreign firm and then pass the French bar and then eventually convert their, um, their student visa status to a, um, to a resident, a normal resident uh, visa. Uh, but it, it is not 
necessarily an easy process. I think in some other jurisdictions, it's it's much simpler. All right. And you mentioned the French bar. Do they have the equivalent of Barbary in France, like a, for studying for the French bar? Is there anything like that? It's the Paris bar. Most lawyers in who are practicing international law or in big firms are either members of the Paris bar or a bar of uh, just outside of a locality, just outside. Oh, of I see. And I believe there are courses, but not nearly as well established as Barbary is. And uh, that's why many of the people who successfully take the bar exam um, that can be taken, for example, by if you if you have a, a U.S. bar, you're registered as a U.S. lawyer, in a and you're admitted to the bar in, in one of the jurisdictions in the United States, you can be allowed to uh, apply for a uh, membership in the French bar. You have to take an exam. It's a little bit more simple than the regular French regular Paris bar exam, but you still need to know substantial amount of, uh, of French law. So most of the people who take that exam, most of them are, are students who have had a chance to study law here. I see. So it sounds like really your best bet if you're interested in practicing law in France as an American is to go there and study. Yeah, it's better to start as, as a young person uh, rather than try to move here as an established lawyer. It is certainly more simple. And one thing that you also would want to consider is to uh, go into a practice area, which is um, leads itself to more international type of practice, whether it's finance, arbitration, competition law, that uh, opens up more possibilities in terms of really being able to practice in a manner that doesn't require an absolute in-depth knowledge of local law. Okay. All right. I think that's everything that I wanted to ask you today. Did you want to add anything else? Uh, Paris is still a very beautiful place to live and that uh, I certainly can understand why people would want to uh, at least visit if they can't set up shop here. Of course. Thank you so much for joining us. And listeners, thank you for joining us. I'm Stephanie Francis-Ward, and you've been listening to the ABA Journal's Asked and Answered.